2: All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of Behold, 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 a Pale Podcast. That's right.
0: (coughs) Woo!
2: Yo, we got that, that. That can be no other man than Alexander the Hawk over there. Hey, how's everyone in the conspiracy landscape? They're doing good. They all emailed us immediately. As soon as you said that, they're right on top of things. That's awesome. how quick they are. We have the, the great buddy, Badafuko, is with us this evening. Hey, thanks for having me, guys.
0: It's been a while, but uh, I'm ready to delve into some of these spooky and unexplained possibilities.
2: phenomena. So yeah, that's right. So you know, we're we're coming live and direct from New Year's Eve. Uh, about to be twenty twenty two up in here. You know what I mean? Live and direct, only le- le- less than a handful of hours away. Perhaps what time is it now? Yeah, we're good. We're this is uh, four thirty two p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the U.S. of A.'s of assholes. You know what I mean? Um, and New Year's, uh, is upon us. It's a crazy deal. It's a crazy deal for sure. Um, you know, did you guys check out, do you guys see Don't Look Up by any chance? Either of you gentlemen?
3: Um, I unfortunately didn't get to see it. I mean, I've seen the trailers and, and all that. It looks, it looks, uh, Looks interesting. Uh, Actually, a shout out to uh, my boy, uh, Dennis Hurley. Uh, He's actually, he is in it uh, uh, as a a background actor uh, with uh, Meryl Streep. So shout out to my uh, pal Dennis. Uh, But I did not actually get to see the movie.
2: It's very good. I've seen it recently. It's on the Netflix, Um, you know, uh, for everybody out there that doesn't know quite what it's about it's kind of a, without teasing too much it's kind of about a, a some scientists discover that there's a comet uh in line with your boys you know what I mean coming to get all us and uh they try and get the government to help them out to like take care of it and you know think people act accordingly as you you'd think they would in that situation and uh it's a like, tragic comedy you know what I mean um it was pretty good. I won't give too much away, but it's pretty good. But the comet thing, you know what I mean? Uh, spooky, some spooky stuff for sure. As Buttafuoco was saying in the beginning with his spectacular, scary events, um, definitely something that creeps you out, you know? And we're also talking a little bit about, uh, I think it was Sitchell Magic or something like that, where it's like uh, evildoers, if you will. There's this um, conscience or something like that. As long as they put it out on Front Street a little bit, then it's okay to, like, do it. Because if, if if people really wanted it to stop, then they would stop it type deal. It's one of those things. Um, and that's, like, their, they're, they're like, get out of jail free card, I guess, for doing some crazy stuff. Uh, that's just something I hear about. I don't know if there's any facts to it. But, you know, when you see movies like this, you almost kind of wonder... If there's a little, it's definitely a warning for sure, 110%, you know what I mean? Definitely a warning. And I it was a, a lot like Dr. Strangelove, I felt, you know what I mean? It was kind of that dark, dry humor, dealing with some serious subjects, you know what I mean? It was one of those spoonful of sugars to help the medicine go down type situations, much like I think this film is. You know Kubrick's no stranger to conspiracy himself as everybody knows the shining has all types of ties supposedly he helped fake the moon landing um, all types of if you go on YouTube there's this terrible video that is uh definitely not Kubrick but somebody in a shadow like a dark room with like a beard who looks a little bit like Kubrick but isn't Kubrick and he's talking about uh, the madness of the whole situation and uh, that deal, you know, there was conspiracy around his death that uh, eyes wide shut got him taken out the picture. I think he died. He died. Maybe I think it was something like six, six days or something like that after um, it screened for the first time for the studio head or something like that. So. Yeah, no, 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 he's no Mr. Kubrick is no stranger to the con theories, you know what I mean? Those conspiracy theorists are fucking eating away
3: at our man, Stanley the Cube. What do you think about that, Hog? Well, I mean, I, the thing I say is if it was Eyes Wide Shut that was the one that sparked to get him, you know, rubbed out, I doubt it for a simple fact Then I mean, after they kill him, why not just tank the movie, you know, never have it come out be so easy yeah but I, then
2: but then the studios lose all that money that they just put into it and those kind i feel like some of those folks would be in, involved with those higher-ups that they'd be maybe the middlemen between them and the government you know what i mean whoever hired kubrick to supposedly do these things um so i could see that and you know nothing's more of proof of that than today where you know our when artists die uh, their their art goes up, you know what I mean? You always see well, it get yeah. pushed everywhere when they die because the studios, that's when the studios are getting the majority of the loot at that point, you know what I mean?
3: Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just think that if, I mean, if you want to go down the rabbit hole about him being rubbed out for some conspiracy thing, I think it might be something... Uh, else other than the fact that he did the Eyes Wide Shot film. Because yeah. if that was the, the main reason, then they could either A, because I don't know of any production that has producers on, especially a big production like Eyes Wide Shut,
2: mm-hmm.
3: where people don't know what's being filmed and what's going on. If that was a huge problem... They would not have put money into it, even if Stephen, uh, even if Kubrick was the one doing it. Secondly, if they did think that he was getting too close to revealing any Illuminati stuff, they yeah. could have very easily stopped before they put way too much money into it, and they could have just quashed it, and the movie never came out. I mean, heck, if, if, if you want to go with a movie that Stanley Kubrick was doing that you know, they wanted to make sure that he didn't make. I mean, heck, I would say it would be more likely Napoleon for the simple fact that that one he had been working and they had been systematically stopping him from making that film. I mean, I don't see a reason for him making the film will cause any problems, but that's what they would do if that was an issue. So, Napoleon. I mean, if, if they rubbed him out, it would have been for something else, other than the fact that he did Eyes Wide Shot, which most people, you know, uh, consider you know his lesser work. Napoleon
2: was earlier in his career, and they pulled the studios pulled the plug on that because there was a fi- a film very much like it in theme that came out right before it that failed tremendously. So they said, "All right, we're not going to put money into a movie about that again." Okay. But but the Kubrick thing is, by the time he made Eyes Wide Shut, Kubrick was already a living, you know, fucking legend. So, in a way, they did movies a little differently, where at that point, Kubrick, and he he would go, and I I, I could be wrong, but I don't think he was a man that needed, he got budgets, of course, but, like, he always kind of kept it somewhat independent in-house, and I don't know how much he asked from the studios, and he could have probably asked for a gigantic amount, and he would have got it, and I think that If they were Warner Brothers, I think he was one of those dudes that was, like, tagged in with Warner Brothers, I believe. Like, all his films was that kind of like how Tarantino was with Miramax, but to the umpth degree. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, okay, that
3: also... I still think,
2: (laughs) I still think, I still think uh, that he'd have the power to take the money... And maybe maybe he could you know he could he could tell the studio he was doing one thing and I think he could he could do the other. I don't think that they killed him. I think that he he had a heart attack in his sleep. You know, there I do believe yeah. they can give you something that would give you some heart attacks in your sleep. Well, I'm even crazy enough to think that they could play some things over the phone in your ear that would give you some heart attacks in your
3: sleep. But I don't. Yeah, know if that's I the mean, case I, I mean, like I said, I mean, those things are definitely possible. But um, even going on with that. You also have to say there is one major loophole in that in your theory, right there—the star mm-hmm. of Eyes Wide Shut. Okay, Tommy come on, Cruise? number one, number one, Tom Cruise is like the Scientology uh, poster boy, and Scientology is like the biggest cult in Hollywood. Okay, yeah, and I am a hundred percent sure that if if Tom was thinking that, uh, first of all, if the movie was getting too close to, you know, Illuminati or whatever that, which I'm sure that he's also involved with, he would have told, you know, the boys back at the producer hut about it, and they would have either kiboshed it or something else. So given Tom Cruise the the, uh, money to direct it himself. Um, now. Well, Cruz Cruz wanted
2: to work with Kubrick. It was. Yeah. And and I don't, I like Tom Cruise. I like Tom Cruise. I'm not trying to say, I don't think, uh, I don't think it would be, it's weird because in a a strange artistic world of, of all that money and living your dream and doing whatever you want to do and being tagged into something like that, I could almost, and I don't think this is what happened, but I could almost picture Tom Cruise being, going, you know what? I, hell yeah I'd love to do a film with the greatest fucking filmmaker of all time and, and and that'll be his last masterpiece that sounds great for me maybe we'll have he can die afterwards now I don't think that's what happened but yeah. I do think in certain circumstances situations like that would I
3: maybe I mean I mean of course it didn't end up being his last great masterpiece at least by most people's standards yeah um but you know I enjoy it. I guess, I guess. I mean the thing is that I mean, it's possible but I don't see any of that I mean I the way I see it is if he was rubbed out, it was for something that we absolutely know nothing about, that we have no uh no inkling about. That it's more of like an internal struggle that they wanted to rub him out. I mean if it was like I said with eyes wide shut there's so many ways that the producers could have simply just kiboshed the film or find another way to you know deal with it. I mean killing off Kubrick is like you know I mean since Kubrick's dead have we really had any other directors that even come close to filling his shoes? I mean a, a look at at making the uh, the money and 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 the art that he did? No. I mean it's kind of like Killing the uh, goose that laid the golden eggs, and ex- and and expecting to find the eggs inside of them.
2: Well, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I think as, as far as the Hollywood system goes, I don't. Th- I think the days of them trying. I think they figured out that when they create, like Kubrick was a dude that was super talented. That they gave everything to, and he g- he gained that power. I don't think they want to ever give filmmakers that power again to be able to do whatever they want to do and be like, well, fuck you. We're doing it, you know, my way. I think they're trying the the, the newer people that are allowed to get all this money, uh, I kinda of play ball heavily, you know what I mean? And I would too, fuck it. If I was being given hundred million dollar budgets, you 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 do the game. The um but I think that like they're trying you know Kubrick was kind of one of the, the last, I think, of the people because he was—he was very independent. He'd just take the money, go make his movie, and come back with it, like we would, you know what I mean? In an independent, low-budget vibe type deal, except he was turning in Kubrick films, you know what I mean? And they, they, yeah. they, they, if you don't like them, too bad. And he, you know, he, he, it was just the way it was. So like I, that, I don't think you will ever see that type deal uh, unless there's somebody completely. Plugged into the to the, the the Hollywood system type deal, but yeah. let's um we don't want to go too deep into the Coops. He might come. He, we might upset him. He might be listening. He might still be alive out there. And if he <laughs> he returns to film, don't you want him to cast Alexander the Hawk in a, in, a, in a in a film? Full Metal Jacket too. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo.
3: That that would be cool, but you know. I think uh, – I don't think that's uh, that's going to happen, even if he was alive. Yeah. yeah. Scary
2: thoughts, but we'll see. Maybe if he comes back from the dead, you'll have a better chance, you know. Uh, uh, we want to give a big shout-out to Betty White, passed away today. Oh, yeah. An- another marker for the day, the New Year's Eve 2021. All this year, all you've seen everywhere was memes of – God damn it, you 2021, take whoever you want. Just don't take Betty White. You know what I mean? And on the last fucking day of it, on the last day, it's almost like the tragic comedy, like we said before, of kind of the society thing is they're like, you can, you know, it's like the breaking. It was almost like the humor. It was humor, but like it took the edge off of the situation a little bit. You know, not, you know, not realistically, but just as far as memes go on the old, uh, Interwebs, you know, it was kind of one of those things, and a lot of jokes were done about how, oh, you know, 2021 ain't gonna get her type deal, and it's very ironic and crazy, and I don't want to say fitting, but it's very weird. It's very weird. The last day of 2021, uh, she she heads out, but you know, beloved, you know what I mean? Yeah. Very crazy. Uh, Betty White would be Illuminati at this point. She's uh, she has so much.
3: She predates the Illuminati, buddy
2: boy. Yeah, she has so <laughs> she has so much pop culture status and, and uh it's just popping. You know, should be should be high up there. Should be high up there at this point. You know what I mean? Yes. But we send our love to Betty White. She gets our behold the pill, boom basta cast, love. Now, when I we opened up the show, we talked up about well buddy, do you wanna say anything about Betty White? I know you've always been a big fan of the Golden Girls and uh I know you've had, up until the last couple of years, you've always had modern, you know, recent picture uh, posters in your bedroom of Betty White, nude. So... uh... (laughs) Well, what can I say?
0: Betty White, uh, oh God, I always loved her. She, She was a fox in her youth and she was still a fox... At 99. Oh, man, I love that woman. Uh, well, I have to say, my honest opinion is, I don't think she's dead. No, I think it's kind of like uh, the whole like Elvis Presley kind of thing. I mean, he's still around and kicking. Just that, you know, in this case, I think going with everything that's going on, because of the pop culture references and, and how everyone, you know, were making a comment, you know, take anyone, take anyone, just don't take Betty White. Uh, I, I think, I think it, it's kind of like her, she probably like made a deal. This is what I see. I, I think she made a deal with someone in charge, that if she faces her death now and go in hiding and live out the remaining years or months of her life, that, uh, that it's her leaving now, especially at this time. It's the last day of 2021. Okay, look at it this way. The government is so trying so hard to control all of us. I mean, by, you know, forcing us to get vaccines and forcing us to, you know, do this and do that uh, and, and and having, a, like, a hold on what's everything's going on, that by having, like, an icon like Betty White suddenly, you know, dying at the end is kind of show, giving us, like, no hope. Betty White was our hope. She was our hope for, you know, getting us through 2021. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know how many people passed and, and, and died and were like, you know, still, Betty White, she's still strong. She's still going on. But uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, the love of my life passed away today. Supposedly, but I, I, I can't believe that. I believe she's still, still alive just in hiding because the powers to be wants to take away that last, last little bit of glimmer of hope to really end 2021 on a shit note. I mean, that's how it's going. And of course, I mean, I wish I could say that 2022 looks like it's going to be Better than this year, but unfortunately, you think it's
2: going to be the same old shit, just from a different bull. Well, I like Leo. I'm always a fan of the Leo, but it was great. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I don't want to overhype it for anybody out there who hasn't seen it, but uh, if you uh, go do it, go watch it up, you'll enjoy it probably. It's free. If you got Netflix, you already paid for it, so check it out. But the Comet thing, uh, very scary stuff. You know, creeps me out big time. I was telling the gentleman before the show. There's two things that I'm really horrified by. Um Both natural disasters, both would happen pretty much at the same same dealings in, in, in certain situations, and that would be, of course, comets, as we're about to pop into, and tidal waves. You know what I mean? Now, and comets create tidal waves. You know what I mean? Uh The fast ones, at least, the ones that make you dead before, really, you got to worry about stuff like that. I almost feel like I'd rather just the energy wave uh, blow me apart than than actual big, gigantic thing of water. Um, But, you know, since it's New Year's, you know, there is supposedly a New Year's comet people were talking about, which I thought was interesting. Um, New Year's asteroids larger than Big Ben, they say it's going to shoot past Earth, you know what I mean? And four more will follow it. Uh, some scary stuff, for sure. Um, definitely something you don't want to g- deal with. Now, I grew up in the Rel- religious home, like I've said on the show, I believe, before. Um, and in the in, in the Bible, even, you know, there's Wormwood, which is a mountain on fire that kind of cra- crashes into the earth and kills it in a mountain on fire you know we we've talked about uh, on the mostly ghostly show we've talked about how you know way back when like when they, when they they didn't have words for certain things they didn't know what certain things were yet you know what i mean they they would just call it what they could what they could you know think of which would be they see a mountain they go oh there's a big rock and they go well a rock on fire coming from the sky you know and i think it, that is a, comet or an asteroid, you know what I mean? It's a rock on fire whoo, coming to cook your ass up, you know what I mean? But uh, you know, this asteroid larger than Big Ben coming towards us soon. Uh, Space Rock, dubbed asteroid 2013 YD48 it's like bingo by NASA is uh, 140 meters tall it will pass by our planet at uh, 3,480,000 mile distance on January the 11th, all right? So mark your calendars, you might not have to be at work on the 12th, you know what I mean? While this might seem like a large distance, class NASA classify it as a near-Earth object, which uh, accounts for any asteroid or comet that comes closer than 1.3 AU. And that's astronomical units, in case anybody out there is wondering. Uh, a little over the distance between Earth and the sun. All right. So one AU is the equivalent of 93 million miles. Shit. That's the, that's the walks that I take every morning. You know what I mean? To get in shape. Uh, Rocky Balboa takes them with me. Uh, according to NASA, any asteroid 140 meters across or larger could be devastating if it crashed into Earth, unleashing more energy than a thousand atomic bombs. Woo! That's what I'm talking about. I think I'd rather get caught up in that atomic bomb blast and just fucking look like uh, the final stages of microwave death, you know what I mean? They put you in a big microwave and uh, put you on there for fucking 45 minutes, you know, right before the big pop. That's what it's like, I think, when that hits you. That's why if you ever have an atomic wave coming at you, the best thing to do is to, you know, grab a couple bags of popcorn. Because when it's all done, you'll have something to eat while you're enjoying the last seconds of your life. (laughs) You know what I mean? Beautiful. Um, But, you know, the most recent time an asteroid hit the planet was eight years ago in Russia. Do you remember that? I didn't hear about that. and you guys hear yeah. about that? Yeah,
3: yeah. I, uh, if yeah. it's uh, the one I think about, uh, I think it was uh, that one where uh, I remember seeing uh, a video, and I think it's uh, it was that one when it struck, it sent out a shockwave, and there was a video camera and like, I think it was just a restaurant or something, and you saw the windows, you know, just burst open and all that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the fact is that, uh, being hit with asteroids and all that, I mean, I, I consider as lucky that we've, if we, if, uh, most asteroids that have come into our orbit, has, have, uh, burned up in the atmosphere and we haven't had any really huge asteroids or comets really hit the, uh, the Earth, I think the one that landed in uh, Russia was actually like the size of a baseball, you know. It's it, still, uh, still a small one, but the impact. By how fast it's going and all that is such, such a big impact that, you know, if it was actually of a serious size, that can, you know. I mean, there's a reason why one asteroid wiped out the dinosaurs. Let's say 140
2: meters across or larger would be uh, ultimate damage,
3: maximum damage.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah I have I to agree, agree with you. Yeah.
3: And the thing is, it can hit you anywhere in the world and still destroy the entire world. In a
2: situation like that, I'd prefer it to hit me right, right on top of the head. That's the best way to take that one.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, you know, die quickly instead of, like... Um, uh, choking on the all the, the dust and other particles sent into the air, which, you know, lingers for months and maybe years and, uh, yeah, I mean like, I mean when when an asteroid, you know lands, it's better be, you know underneath it because if you do miss being hit by the actual asteroid the, like, dirt, debris and all that, they're going to send up and they'll block out the sun for, like, years on end you know, you'd be hard to breathe. There'd be an agonizing death. So honestly, you're probably best, you know, to be, you know, exactly on the X mark the spot where the asteroid lands, because then it'd be a quick death. Hopefully, you know, you you die before you actually feel any real pain. Yeah. yeah. But, Yeah. I mean, it's, and the thing is that. It's going to happen one of these days. I mean, everyone wants to say, "Oh yeah, it'll be like a millennia from now." You don't have to worry about it. But you know what? That's what people were saying a millennia in the past. I mean, it's it's yeah. I and mean, the thing is that everyone, especially now, when people are talking about climate change, when people are talking about um, you know an asteroid or a pandemic and all that. Even uh, before you know COVID nineteen, you know became a, a a commonplace term. Okay, people was like, yeah, but you know the, a pandemic is is our world is long uh, due for a pandemic. But you know what? It's not going to happen in our lifetime. It's going to happen a millennia from now, or you know, so we don't have to worry about it. And guess what? We're in a pandemic situation. The thing is that asteroids, pandemics, and all the other nasties in the world, they're going to happen. Mm -hmm. The only question is when. And if you constantly live with that idea that, oh, it's going to happen, you know, not in my lifetime, then you don't uh, prepare yourself. So when it does happen in your lifetime, you find yourself, you know, flat-footed.
2: Yeah. I agree, man. I think that's every, like those comets and stuff are almost set like a timer and you get them every so, so many million years or whatever. And in between that time, we all, we have, we, we, we create our own problems that, you know, make, you know, us go extinct. And then maybe, you know, other civilizations have to rise from that, the ashes, you know what I mean? But yeah, I do think that as far as comets, it's all, Like in cycles, everything happens in cycles, you know what I mean? And I do think that the trajectory of uh, wherever these things come from, you know, they, you got black holes and all that weird shit. So who's to say that at at a certain point, you don't slip into one black hole and it puts you reset you right back. You know, that maybe that's fucking time in itself. And um, that, what that resetting lines, that comment right back up for us, you know what I mean? So like, the same thing that killed the dinosaurs also all those years ago. Um, that same exact situation, so to speak, is what's going to get us eventually. Now, don't worry, folks, because we still have time to destroy ourselves. So don't be, don't be
3: scared about yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, the thing is that that's, I mean, you got a lot of naysayers saying like, oh, this, you know, climate uh, uh, change and all that is, you know, yeah, it's not going to really become a real problem until, you know, later, uh, and most of us will probably be dead by then. But then, of course, the question I have is, then, do you care about your kids? Do you like your grandchildren? I mean, the fact is that you're leaving uh, this this world for, you know, your descendants and, and it and and then of course you have then most people are like well what do I owe them? this well you know it's your job. I mean the thing is that we should try to take care of the world because it might end up in our time. You might keep on saying oh but the science says there's going to be later on things change. I mean heck we got you know the polar ice caps melting. I mean, very soon, I wouldn't be surprised if we find out, like, you know, the water keeps on rising, and we start. I uh, wake up one morning and find, you know, water real estate in front of my uh, the house because you know, uh, the ice caps are melted and, and and flooded most of Boston. I mean, it's the
2: fact I'd is, prefer a have- slow flood. <laughs> yes, if I gotta go by water, I'd almost prefer that slow flood, but not slow flood if I was trapped in a car or something or mm-hmm. some type of situation, or you, you, know, you hear those stories of jail cells, people being in jail cells when, you know, flash flooding happens. Or I remember there was uh what was the last Katrina? When the Katrina happened, mm-hmm. there was like jail cells that it flooded so quick that the, there was dudes and dudettes in the fucking jail cell that just it filled up with water and they couldn't escape because they're in it. Like that's, horrifying that oh yeah they, they they're they clear with the house on that one no matter what they did you know what i mean uh it's very unfortunate for the people that didn't do shit they got the bad rap that went in there and had to go out like that fucking horrifying but uh asteroid two twenty thirteen YD yd48 that's gonna be my new rap name i'm gonna be blown up in the in the trap world um now, that's not the only one to make a close approach. Like we said, we get four others coming to get us. You know what I mean? Or we'll hopefully just come close. We'll say that. We'll be positive. I don't want to put into the air negativity like that because that's how serious that is. Uh, but yeah, so they'll, they'll pass by and they'll look beautiful. they will be like a big painting for everybody in the sky. Um, I would say that Seeing at the end. Imagine being part of the the, the the group of people that got to see the actual end of humanity as we know it. You know what I mean? Before it goes to another stage, um, before it transcends into the Hockanians, where everybody's Alex <laughs> Hawks. You know what I
3: mean? Hockanians, uh, uh, man, I wouldn't waste time on my worst enemy. Uh- <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the first was in
2: twenty twenty one. YK, they call that, by the fuck Um 12, uh, 12 meteor-wide asteroid will fly within 118,000 miles of the planet this Sunday. Some scary shit. You don't want to deal with that. Um, yeah, it's horrifying stuff. Um, if it's this Sunday, why, why is it 2022? That's a quite crazy question mark. The facts are all wrong. Um, After that, uh, there will be aeroplane size 2021 YQ, which is 64 meters wide and will pass by the Earth at 1,330,000 miles on January the 5th. We got a lot of stuff. These are all like... uh, Some of them are are problematic. Some of them aren't so problematic from from the numbers we got earlier, but I still don't want... Any, like I said, if something crashes in your, you know, how. no matter how, Hawk said it was with the size of a baseball or
3: something like that. I mean, I might be wrong. I mean, the thing is when it it, uh, was, when it happened, I remember someone made a comment that it wasn't that big. I mean, it was.
2: Maybe like the size of a car or something.
3: Maybe. But still, I mean, the fact that for the, for, you know, the size of it, the damage that it did uh, is is one of those things that makes one really worried because, I mean, if one the size of the car could make that much of a damage, if you actually had a real diesel Side asteroid, you know, all bets are off. You kiss your loved ones, you put your head between your legs and kiss your ass goodbye. Just think about every time Superman gets
2: knocked out while he's flying and he crashes to, this, to the ground and that wave of... Of, of fucking pressure pops off. That's just one man. Even though he's super, that's just one man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, after that, you know, everybody be careful because uh, 2014, ye 15 which they got to be the years that they first seen them type deal. That's what I'm guessing, which is very weird that they're, they're coming from, well, a couple of them from the same year they caught them, which means they, you know, they, they started caring, I guess, again, there's a little gap. Um, but yeah, it's gotta be that. And, you know, which is only seven meters wide passing four days later on January the 6th, uh, within 4.6 million miles of earth. Now that's a little closer than the other ones I'd say. Um, but you know, what could you do? Well, actually, no, like, no, I take that back. That one's even further away. So we shouldn't have to deal with that at all. And finally, Uh, The four-meter-wide 2020 AP-1 will pass the next day at a distance of 1.08 million miles away. Uh, Two days ago, another potentially hazardous asteroid, the 2017 AE-3, the American Eagle 3, flew past Earth at a speed of 20 kilometers per second before shooting off into space. It will now no, not return uh, to the planet until 2109. So that's the cycles for you, dude. It's coming back. You know what I mean? It's coming back no matter what. It's on its way. Um, very interesting stuff. Um, yeah, the shooting off into space. That's kind of... Hopefully, nothing gets shot off into us, you'd think. You know, it's just kind of like ping pong. It's like a game of pong, these asteroids going all over the place. Now, there's a real famous asteroid. I don't even, It might not even be an asteroid. It might be a planet. But the Nibiru. You heard of Nibiru?
3: No, no. There's a new one on me.
2: All right. Now, the, the, the Nibiru cataclysm is uh, a supposed disastrous encounter between earth and a large planetary object, either a collision or near miss that certain groups believe would take place in the early 21st century. Believers in this doomsday event usually refer to this object as Nibiru or planet X. Um, Have you ever heard planet X? No, I've heard of planet X as well. Mm -hmm. Now the idea was first put forward in 1995 by Nancy Leader founder of the website Zeta Talk. Leader described herself as a contactee with the ability to receive messages from extraterrestrials from the Zeta Reticuli star system through an impl- implant in her brain. You know what I mean? Would you want the implant if you get the if you get the implant Hawk? talk to the aliens?
3: No, that's okay. I got enough
2: voices in my head. I don't need any more. I, I you know we got HBO Max, Amazon Prime and Netflix and I don't got enough time to watch everything on that I don't need no implant in my brain as well uh, she states that she was chosen to warn mankind that the object would sweep through the inner solar system in May of 2003 uh, now she later that date was postponed and you can all tell by the fact that we're still here you know what I mean um, causing earth to undergo a physical pole shift that would destroy most of humanity now, this stuff seems real legit. When you hear stuff like that, you would go, well, yeah, if something came too close, it would definitely fuck up some stuff. You know what I mean? The prediction is subsequently spread beyond leaders website. and has been embraced by numerous Internet doomsday groups in the late 2000s. It became closely associated with the 2012 phenomenon, um, which the tw- was it? The- that was a range of ecological beliefs the cataclysmic or transformative events would occur around December twenty first of twenty twenty twelve. You know, like the Mayan calendar were big with that stuff. Um, since to, twenty, remember, everybody remembers twenty twelve. The world was supposed to go 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 on hiatus or at least a transition. And I definitely, I'm not, I'm with them. A transition for sure. I think more towards like two, like nine eleven. Things really started to. Started the change. It's quite possible you could say 2012 is when it was officially switched, I guess, uh, the process of what it's become now. Um, but, yeah, it's very interesting. That trans- That transitional thing, uh, I think it was a transition. I think the minds were on to something, and people kind of go, ah, the world didn't end, so they must not have known what they were talking about, but they're not looking at the transitional part of how society made a, made a change. Yeah. Um, the prediction, you know, is, it's one of those deals with the predictions, they'll always speculate, you know, but sometimes predictions can be right, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, since 2012, the Nibiru cataclysm has frequently reappeared in popular media, usually linked to news-making astronomical objects such as Comet Ison or Planet Nine, Ison, formerly known as uh, C2012S1, was a a sun-grazing comet from the Oort cloud discovered on September 21st, 2012. Planet 9 is a hypothetical planet in the outer region of the solar system. Its gravitational effects uh, could explain the peculiar clustering of orbit uh, around the group of extreme trans-Neptunian objects. Bodies beyond Neptune... Uh, that orbit the sun at a distance, averaging more than 250 times quicker than you'd think. And uh, that's, you know, Planet Nine is solid black, which is very interesting. You know, you see all these science fiction movies and they always, you see these planets, they're all these weird colors and have these weird vibes to them. And the all black one's weird. Imagine being on an all black planet, you know what I mean? Um, Fear of a black planet. Public Enemy, great album. Although the name Nibiru is derived from the works of the ancient astronaut writer Zechariah Sitchin uh, and his interpretations of Babylonian and Sumerian mythology, he denied any connection between his work and the various claims of a coming apocalypse, a prediction by self-described Christian numerologist David Mead um, that the Nibiru catalysm would occur on September 23rd, 2017, uh, it did not happen. But it did it, uh, receive extensive media coverage, as you think it would. You know, um, clickbait, in, in the world of clickbait and uh, the media group selling your sanity for hits and, and views, uh, you, would de- you would definitely see you know, you can go on any day, any day of the week. You could go on and you could look up what, how the world is going to end next week, and there'd be you'd find something telling you. You know what I mean? it's just one of those things. The idea that the planet-sized object will collide or closely pass by Earth in the near future is not supported by any scientific evidence, and has, and has been rejected by astronomer, astronomers and planetary scientists as pseudo science and an internet hoax. Such an object would have established the orbit of the planets to the extent that their effects would easily be observable today. So you'd be able to see them today. Astronomers have uh, hypothesized many planets beyond Neptune. Although, they may, although many have been uh, disproved, there are some that remain visible candidates, such as Planet Nine, which is the all, that all solid black one. It looks like a black marble. All the current candidates are in orbits that keep them well beyond Neptune through their orbit, even when they are close to the sun. Um, Planet nine is just, it's like, it's just like black granite. You know what I mean? It's kind of the opposite of the sun. It looks like, you know what I mean? So it'd be very interesting to collide with a planet. Um, It'd be quick. That'd be quick. But You know, I I wish I knew the science fully. I'm sure that you would be feeling... You might even be dead before it ever fucking actually hit the planet, realistically. I feel like something that big just coming into our atmosphere and into our sky and the pressure of it coming at us, I think before it even hit, it would be fucking gonzo. You know what I mean? One of those deals, which is kind of what I'd prefer. And I will say this, is the... uh, when you think of death, right? When you think of, you know, somebody dying and they leave friends and family behind and such. And that's kind of a big part of the sadness of death. But if everybody in the world was to just go out at the same exact moment or within seconds of each other, that makes death not that bad. We, we would all be united. We would all be truly united in the end type deal. Um, And it would be, uh, it'd be one, it'd be a good ending for a movie, you know what I mean? It'd be kind of like, don't look up. But, uh, so, so circling back around here, Hawkman and the Buddy Buttafuoco dude, um, do you guys want to say anything about that planet? The, The Nibiru, aka the 12th planet, aka the Nephilim, you know what I mean? The Destroyer. It has all these names that are horrifying.
3: Well, I mean, it's, I don't have much, much, much to say about, about it. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, I'm sure one of these days that, whether it's that or something else that crashes into this earth and, and, and destroy us all. But, um. Yeah, I honestly, I don't know. I mean, the way that everything is going is I'm pretty sure we're going to destroy ourselves before anything like that happens. We uh, There was a boom cast
2: for the show that's on the network. Great show. Great show. I try and listen whatever I can. Um you know they had a they had Larry Hankin from Home Alone, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Just about everything was on their show, and I believe they got into a interesting discussion about that in an upcoming uh, interview. He's got ready to pop in twenty twenty two, and uh, I believe they said something. Is it, it's, it's it's almost like a race. Like it, it, it's one of the hosts did it. I don't know if it was Larry. But one of the hosts, I think, said something about like how it's almost like a race where like humanity knows that they're doomed. They're You're going to die eventually anyways. And they know that the earth is maybe it's one of those things they keep locked down inside. They know the earth is about to be destroyed. That's why they're so, they live so foul and reckless. You know what I mean? Reckless would probably be a better word than foul. Even some of them live foul. Um, but maybe it's su- living suicidally almost because as a society, sometimes it's a very, they do as a- as a society it's almost very suicidal living you know very careless reckless
3: you know? yeah it's 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 kind of like uh looking at it this way that you know uh we we're, we're going kind of the idea of we're going to go on on our own terms <laughs> that instead yeah. of you know some other great um uh, either uh, uh, e- e- instead of another force killing us, we decide that we're going to do what we want and we're going to be reckless and all that and the thing is we're going to kill ourselves way before you know this big um, you know outside force you know kills us and honestly you know if you think about it I'm not surprised because I mean if you look at like the human species within itself, First of all, we're extremely self-absorbed about us being the most intelligent um, animal on the planet. I mean, honestly, if you want to get technical, I think octopi are, are more intelligent than we are.
2: Um, I've but, seen you get know, the jars. I've seen them open up jars and then get, oh yeah. get inside yeah. jars. The
3: thing is that octopi actually, I mean, there, there's... I mean, Honestly, I can go on a whole different, you know, long episode about different things that I learned about octopi recently. But the thing is that one of the reasons that they have, like, short, shorter lives, I think five years, is, like, the average for an octo- octopus mm. is a fact because that if it's not constantly stimulated, it dies of boredom. It's, like, mm. one of the only creatures on the planet that literally dies of boredom. So, so I mean, the fact is that uh, I think the only thing that we have that surpasses any other creature on the planet is our ego. And our ego is that we are the biggest and most important creature on the planet. And, heck, if, if you took, like, most of the people and be like, okay, here's the thing, in, in 20 years... Something's going to uh, kill the entire planet, whether it's a pandemic, a meteor, a tidal wave, whatever. In ten yeah. years, yeah. in ten years, we're all going to die. Okay, mm-hmm. that's a fact. That's going to happen. You know that. Yeah. I will promise you. In nine years, we have made sure that we died before that happens. It'd be chaos. It'd be complete yeah. chaos. You know, yeah, so- society we- would you know break down. Society would. You know, get to a point where, you know, they know that, you know, it, there's one more year left uh, before we die. And I'm sure that we'd find a way to just make sure that we nuke the planet before that happens, just as a F you to whatever's going to kill us. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you brought it here. That's that I- mentality. That is the mentality of the human species, is yeah. that instead of trying to figure out, well, maybe there's a way to actually save our planet. Uh, we would rather, you know, live recklessly and just kill ourselves before the time is up than actually try to accomplish anything. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you brought it there
2: because I wanted to end, ep- end the episode with uh, some questions for you two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who wants yeah. to go first? Well, since I haven't really said much, <laughs> I guess I'll go what's up all right uh as opposed to this this is the would or should question uh with should would what do you think do you think the powers that be would tell the people that something was about to happen uh and in the same question should what's your opinion on should they tell the people well i i know that
0: uh I'm very sure that they would not tell the people um at all uh do I think they uh, should tell the people <coughs> I actually for once have to agree with them no, of course, it'd be for different reasons than why they wouldn't now. <coughs> Now, the reason uh, the government would not tell the people that uh, the world was going to end was so they could either, A, find a way to save their core group or just themselves and, you know, screw everybody else and, you know, make as much, you know, provisions, probably build like a bunker or... Something like that. Because, I mean, those in control, they want to keep the power and they want to live for as long as they can. So they're going to find a way to extend their life as possible. So they wouldn't tell people. So, you know, people be living in ignorance and they don't have to worry about any riots or anything like that. So that's why they would not tell the people about uh, what they were doing and that, you know, they'll just let, you know, whatever happens, happens while they spend all their time, you know, trying to save themselves. I mean, heck, that's why I think you got like the, the billionaires making these rockets. Because in the end, if something is coming, it's going to be the billionaires that get on the rockets and go to Mars or somewhere else. It's not going to be me. It's not going to be you. It's not going to be Alex. I mean, that's that's just how it's going to be. Now, why I would not tell people is is kind of pretty much that I believe ignorance is bliss. The thing is, I'd rather
3: live in
0: the world doing my thing and all that and then being blanked out than having the knowledge that uh, the end is coming sooner than I would expect or want it to be. And by doing that, you know, you go on, you keep on... You know, so there's, there's no fighting. There's no, you know, trying to uh, f- fight for the last seat on that rocket to save yourselves, to save your family. So, I mean, for me, I would say simply that I would not tell people because I think that as as a human species... It is better that we just live our lives the way we've always lived them. And, you know, whatever happens, happens.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, you got a lot there. You said a lot. And I agree with a lot of it. I agree with almost all of it. Um, pretty much all of it, man. I, you know, for me, at least, my would or should is would they, if it was marketable to them, but I don't know how marketable it could be to them. They could make money off of it. At a certain point, uh, I could. if, if they figure out a way to stop a rocket, I mean, stop an asteroid or a comet with a rocket, I could see them doing something where they uh, annihilate the problem and then try and sell it where then they tell you that something's coming. So you buy all this shit or whatever. Uh, and then, okay, we saved the day for you. And then you don't got to worry about that, but thanks for the loot. I can see them that, that I'm telling you in that sense. Um, I don't, I really don't think I'm with you. Like, there's not really a lot to gain. I mean, for, for what are people going to do? Um, you know, if you, if they said you had five months left and it was, it's over, I think chaos, society would break down murder everywhere probably tensions would be ridiculous there'd be so much there'd be there'd be people who just wouldn't leave their house anymore from sadness there'd be people that would try and get out there and experience whatever they can before they die there'd be people that would probably just immediately kill themselves um you know something like that is pretty horrifying i think there'd be a lot of like health issues more so than people hanging themselves and and putting guns in their mouths and all that Happy stuff. Um, I think just meant mentally, think about like the try and put yourself in a situation mentally where you like realistically try and think mentally about in five months is over, like nothing you can do about it, it's just over. And each day you get to that, it's kind of like being on death row, I assume. You know, it would have that kind of insanity to it. And I think the closer you got, the more people would kill themselves off, and it'd be a weird time. I would be very interested to see where religion would play and the churches would play in that situation where, you know what I mean? Because you'd think they're either going to completely go against it or people are going to go, they're going to, there's gonna, it won't die out because there'll always be people that'll be running there to save their soul because they know death is coming. But, like, it's a weird... All it definitely would call anybody that was doing it for the money would be would be the light would the rock would be lifted and the light would be on them because they'd be hightailing out of there you know what i mean uh because you know I mean, all those people that 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 exploit people for the loot don't really have the the beliefs you know what i mean so they're just kind of playing a, a part like an actor would so like you got that aspect but I don't know. I don't think they would. I think by the end, I think once it got close enough where they couldn't lie about it anymore, I think that they would say, I think they would say that, okay, yeah, this is coming. You guys now have, you know, three weeks left to live. And uh, I think whoever they threw the blame on, you know they they they'd want the president's head, no matter who it is there's certain people's heads they'd want for that, and they'd probably just i don't know what they'd do i if they faked their death they let them have their last three weeks together. but you know I agree with uh was it buddy or the hawk that said it was buddy
3: it was buddy that uh well, i was gonna that, uh, that said that
2: well, the thing about the spaceship how the billionaires all the billionaires are the ones that want to Build the spaceships because they're the ones that get to ride them out. Did you say that before he before Buddy came in,
3: or no, no, no? Buddy, buddy? yes, it was me. It
0: was me. It was all about uh, spaceships and all that. Um, yeah, I believe that's how it's going to go. What do you think, Alex, about uh, about that?
3: Well, I mean, I have to say, uh, looking at. Honestly, it's a depressing world we live in, and I have no faith in human in in in, in, in humanity. In humanity, no, because we're all, we're all selfish pricks.
2: We all kind of are, and we we all do it. You know, there the end's coming for everybody. It's just, is it going to happen all at once or solo?
3: Yeah, the only thing, the only thing that I would add. That is pretty much it's it's combination of what both you guys ha- have said is is the fact that I can see that those in charge yeah. will tell us okay they will tell us let's say uh, they know in ten years uh, common's going to come down and kill everybody yeah. okay only way to survive is to get off the uh, planet. That's why they're uh, building the rocket ships, trying to make it all. Ooh, it's billionaires just playing with their big penises, kind of thing. Mm. Uh, what I would say is, see is that it 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 gets let's say uh, three years in, and then they're like, "Oh, okay, everybody, um, uh, we got a comet coming." Uh, you know, uh, if if. Everyone pulls together. If if people can donate or help or help us build these, you know, rockets and all that, we will be able to save our our species and fly off to Mars or somewhere else and colonize there. We can save ourselves, but we need everyone in the world to band together and all that. And then, for that brief time, people might actually put down the differences to uh, to band together to try a. Build all these rockets and all that. And then, let's say, uh, three years before the actual deadline when it's going to happen, uh, the government makes this big play and says, oh, yes, we have been able to save ourselves. The, the uh, uh, comet isn't going to hit us. We're all good. But, you know, thanks for your help. We got these rockets just in case another comet comes down in the future. Now, they say that because everyone was like, oh, great, we're safe. We don't have to worry about going to Mars and all that. Everyone starts to become relaxed. At the same time, you have the government, you know, getting all of the people they want to save in the know-how, bring them in. So they get on the rockets and they shoot off before the comet actually comes down and wipes us all out. So, I mean, that's how I would see it is that they would play the game that only if, they can exploit us to help them, you know, leave the planet is the only t- way I can see them letting us know and trying to manipulate us to, you know, make it possible for them to leave right? while we, you know, get, you know, annihilated. If there would
2: be interesting that if there was somebody could end humanity with corruption, antichrist shit, if somebody that was respected enough went out there and said, look, I hate to inform y'all, but you got four weeks. There's maybe there's something in the core of the earth, something that they can't really see. You know what I mean? You can see it coming in the sky, but if they said, Hey, and supposedly we're just like, we're a rock filled with lava, pretty much, you know what I mean? So like who the hell knows what what's cooking down there? You know, we got volcanoes super volcanoes and all that stuff. If they were to say, look, scientists told us four weeks it's over dude you know try and do what you can in four weeks imagine how what you know that how they could tip the whole fucking country a world of course it'd be worldly everybody would have to be involved with that but like you know yeah country that was comedic the um, <laughs> but the whole world would be fucking flipped upside down for sure. Think about that. If you could get people to think that there was only three weeks, four weeks left to live, and you can get a lot of the, if you could get the influence of the media, it's almost like how quick could you destroy humanity? If if people want, if these you know these super evil powers that we deal with, uh, we talk about all the time, you know. If that was the, if they really did want to ruin, kill humanity and destroy it, like I wonder how long it would really take. I think that would definitely be one of those. That'd be a big thing if they if everybody pitched the fact that there was, and you don't even have to do anything other than say that, and then if everybody else you say it, they do the rest. You know what I mean? Type deal. You plant the seed and it grows. You water it it grows. So like if you tell folks that. Yeah, it's crazy and that's why like the should I, the should the should they rather. I'm not making that call, but the should they tell people. Yeah, it's weird. That's a weird line because yeah, I think every I think people have the right to know, but I also think that it would go into chaos. Yeah, there's great people and good people and I like to think that it's close to an even. I don't think it's quite even, but I like to think that it's pretty close to even where you have the good and evil in this world, as far as people are concerned. But, uh, a lot of those good people, cause it's no longer evil. It's just like survival, of the fittest type deal. It's like, if you got to worry about your neighbors killing you for food or whatever, it's one of those things, you know what I mean? And even those good folks, it's like, it's like, if you got, you know, you got, you got a, yeah, it's weird, you know what I mean? It's it's like things like that changes people. It changes people, man. You know what I mean? I think So I think society would definitely go down the shit, okay? Shit is full, though, to keep it with Christmas. Um, But very crazy. So the would or should, man, I don't know. I think we're all on the same page with this. Buddy, you came off very intelligent this evening. Not that you're not regularly, but I... I wanted to let you know that so you'll come back and do more episodes of Behold a Pan podcast. I always told you I was, was intelligent. You just never believed me. <laughs> hey, intelligence gone wild over here. That's how we do it. So, with that being said, uh, thank you all, everybody, you know, Buddy and Alex, thank you. You know, always a pleasure. Brother Alex, yeah. Brother Butterfuco. Anytime, anytime, Mac. Give me a call anytime. Our brothers that weren't with us this evening, we're sending our love to them. You know, we're wishing everybody out there listening. Well, I hope last night you had a great New Year's. You're catching this on New Year's Day. So I hope your New Year's starts off right by listening to Behold the Pill podcast. And uh, we're hoping for a way better year in 2022. Um, Rest in peace, Betty White. And uh, hopefully rest in peace to all these comets and asteroids coming our way. Um, we definitely don't want to be fucking with them, bad boys. You know what I mean. We don't fuck. Yeah, ho-
3: hopefully, hopefully they will just pass us by, and we don't have to worry about them. Because I mean, uh, I'm sure me and 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 Buddy and you and everyone else listening would like to you know go out on our own terms and not you know have all the possibilities snuffed out uh, uh, early. <laughs>
2: knowing that you're going to die in three weeks does take the momentum out of the sales a little bit you know what I mean
3: yeah yeah it kind of you kind of start looking at you know that everything that you you strive for all the hard work and all that especially if you haven't reaped any rewards from all the, the, the late nights and the extra hours and all that and then you find out oh yeah it's going to end in three weeks You kind of like you know I I don't know what I would do, and uh, but then does it
2: does it? Do you still knowing that everybody is going to end? Does that make that you know? There's nothing else for for anybody else to accomplish. Does
3: that make it better? No, no, not not in my case because I mean it's kind of like even if if you go back and say this say. You have two options, okay? Yeah. A A. Uh, someone says, okay, in three weeks, you personally, only you, will die, or in three weeks, you and everyone on the entire planet will die. Yeah. Okay. Now, for me, I would rather uh, you have a choice, and I'd be I would rather be the one to die, and everyone else lives than taking the entire planet with me. For the simple fact that if I die, um, there will be people that remember me. There will be people that will either remember me fondly or curse the day I was born. Either one.
2: Yeah. Uh,
3: but the thing is, you will be remembered. You've you've done something that you know hopefully will leave some kind of mark. I mean, it won't be probably as, as big of a mark as I wanted to make before I go, but there would be some kind of of something to say that, yes, Alexander Hawk was here, he did something, he was a human being, and, you know, there'll be, you know, some people saying, you know, too bad Alex died, but, you know, he was a decent guy. Then you got, if if you and everyone else dies, then... Yeah, you can kinda of say, Well, misery lo- loves company, but then you know, anyone you cared about is gone. Yeah. Okay? You you can't go into the peace knowing that, you know, your mother, your father, your brother, that they're still doing well, that they still have many days and, and possibilities for their futures. Your your friends that you've worked hard with that, you know, if you didn't succeed, maybe they'll succeed and they will remember you fondly. I mean, that's, I mean, for me, it's, I mean, going out with everyone else is is probably the worst feeling for me because it's like, yeah, I'm not singled out, but there's no one to remember any kind of footprint that I made. And, I mean, that is kind of selfish within itself. Yeah. But, I mean, and on the non-selfish part is, I mean, there's people that I love and care about that I can't, I want them to keep on living. And, and you know, if I can succeed in something, maybe someone will succeed in something that I care about, and their success will be my success.
2: Yeah. Well, I just
3: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I just that's... Wanna... that's <laughs>
2: I just go want ahead. to clarify. I didn't mean like go around and you were the one killing everybody off in your life. I just want to clarify. That's not what no, I meant. No, no,
3: no. I, I, I mean, I mean, <laughs> okay. yeah. But I mean, like the, the like the pl- if, if like, you know what I'm talking about. I, yeah. like, you know, rather going out with the entire planet or just going out by myself. I'd rather you know go out by myself because at least when I die, I. Have some kind of uh, you know hope that someone will remember me and and some kind of mark will you know add to the betterment of someone else or uh, somehow something I did you know leaves to the betterment of mankind. <laughs> and, and just, Alex, man, I mean, man, me, I I
0: love what I, I love like, where you might It
2: is personally, I hope there's more to it. You're part of a, a gigantic podcast called Behold the Pale Podcast, <laughs> so pull your bootstraps up. Um, well, yeah, I I mean, like I said, I
3: mean, it, it's...
2: When... Uh, you're saying sad stuff, so I'm going to move on to the next thing.
3: Hey, 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 hey. You, you brought <laughs> up
2: the sad stuff. You bring no, me into do the
3: sad stuff.
2: I happen to think, well, I personally think that, in an unselfish and I wouldn't want anybody to feel the pain or, or you have to feel the pain of losing people. I feel like in a better, not that I'd ever pick it, but I mean, I think a better case scenario would be everybody going out at once. Um, and just kind of that. And I, you know, I've stated before in the way that what happens to your body after you die, uh, I would probably take an explosion where there's nothing left to fucking bloat up and decay and turn into black little wet trash bags uh, that's what you become when you when you when you're left out too long. Um, I think you know just being <laughs> done Ash uh whatever. I think that's probably a better route than you know uh, anything. Uh, that's probably one of the better. It's just Dunzo type deal. But to go with the and then also take into consideration with the legacy deal. Yeah, uh, if everything's wiped out, if everybody in humanity is killed off. And somebody stumbles into somebody, and Arkansas's movie collection is a little bit left. And in one hand, he's got Rocky and Bullwinkle, and the next hand, he's got DJ Stan the Man. That alien life form would recognize Alexander Hawk as a better actor than Bobby De Niro. And isn't that the universe and the legacy you want to leave behind? Is it better to leave behind? Is it better to be a true legend to 20 people? The twenty, but they're the only twenty people alive, or just to be a legend to twenty million people, and everybody's still alive. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, but I mean you have to also believe that uh, there's going to be an alien race or something left. I mean, it, something will I mean,
2: eventually come back. Something will eventually either form, grow here. Um or from another another world to come here for sure if humanity was killed off it would probably you know after a certain period i don't know it'd take a long time but you'd eventually start to get nature back and uh you know from that i think uh, everything else would kind of fall in line you know what i mean a little bit um but who's to say who, who's to say those things really? How they really start up again? I'm sure we could look into it, but that'd be professional. We don't want to do that. <laughs> so, with that being said, you know we all wish everybody out there uh, a more happier, more safer, healthier, um, productive, just a better year in general in 2022. And uh, rest in peace to the folks that didn't quite make it. Out of 2021, and uh, we send our love and blessings, and uh, uh, you know, hoorah for 2022. Uh, hopefully, it'll be the beginning of a new chapter. Order, you know what I mean? Uh, with that being said, we'll catch y'all on the next episode of Behold, Behold, Behold a Pale Podcast. Ooh. Ooh. Enough with this anomaly
0: horseshit. What is this thing? It's an asteroid, sir. How big are we talking? Sir, our best estimate is 97.6 billion. It's the size of Texas, Mr. President. Uh, Yes, sir. Dan, we didn't see this thing coming. Well, our object collision budget's a million dollars. That allows us to track about 3% of the sky. Is this going to hit us? We're efforting that as we speak, sir. What kind of damage are we... Damage? Total, sir. It's what we call a global killer. The end of mankind. Doesn't matter where it hits. Nothing would survive, not even bacteria. My God. What do we do?